0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv.
1: It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Rockies reporter, Thomas Harding. And, Thomas, we actually have some breaking news to discuss here on the podcast. We're going to get into a little bit uh, some other things, the big available pieces that are out there with Shohei Otani and Giancarlo Stanton and stuff like that. But some good news when you look back on the 2017 Rockies, one of the real bright standout players for that team as they made their run back to the postseason was Greg Holland, and he has been awarded the National League Comeback Player of the Year Award. So a cool thing for a guy who's currently not a Rocky but was obviously a big part of 2017. Just talk about looking back on a season in which he was tremendous. Uh, How much did he surprise you and how good he was when – nobody really knew what to expect heading into the season.
0: Yeah, that was the key. No one knew what to expect, but when you looked at the contract they gave him, um, it was a one-year contract but with a whole lot of incentives in it, and I think they really thought that he was okay. I mean, he was hurt toward the end of the 2015 season and then sat out all of 2016. So part of it was a matter of um, making sure he was healthy and a lot of times You know, when you first come back from it, you just don't know. But when I saw in spring training that he was able to bounce back from appearances, I'm like, okay, this guy is pretty healthy. Now, he never really got back the velocity that he had in Kansas City. It's something that whoever signs him, whether it's the Rockies or someone else, may be able to count on. But this is the thing that sticks out about Greg Holland's season. Rockies going into the year – they really believed that they could compete, and they ended up going to the wild card game against the Diamondbacks, but almost no one else believed it. However, So when you're in a situation like that, I think that while the players believe they can because they haven't done it, you have to win some games or win some tight games early. Well, in April and May, uh, Greg Holland was incredible. He was, what, 19 for 19 on saves in 21 games, 137 ERA. So what that did was – If you're the Rockies and you have a lead late in the game, you're not looking over your shoulder to see if uh, the bullpen's going to blow it. As long as the game got to Greg Holland, it was in the bag, and that made a huge difference because, as you know, they struggled a bit in the second half and down the stretch, but – all those wins that they got early really helped um, kind of build a little bit of a cushion to where even when they did struggle in the second half, they had enough to get to the playoffs. And Greg Holland had a terrible August, that's true, but he did bounce back toward the end of that month and into September and was um, one of the difference makers once again in them making the playoffs. The Milwaukee Brewers put a really strong push on at the end of the season, but Greg Holland rebounding then made a difference.
1: And that brings us to the fact that the Rockies currently don't really have a closer in, on the roster. Now, Holland is a possibility. I think it's going to probably cost more to bring him back and probably multiple years as well as he's proven his health. Um, is there a decent chance they could bring him back? And if not, what type of reliever do they go after uh, to fill that role?
0: Well, yeah, there's a decent chance. You know, there are some, um, there, there are some built-in advantages. A, he did well here, so course field is not a um, detriment to him. Um, Now he won't be looking for a multi-year deal. And the Rockies are one of those teams where, you know, you have to be a little bit leery of giving a closer a multi-year deal because if he struggles and your team kind of falls apart, that's a lot of money going to one guy. But they do like Greg Holland a lot. However, you know, when you're looking at it, uh, the, the entire free agent market, I know they're looking. One thing that I'm wondering if they can do, um, I've, I know that Alex Colome of the Tampa Bay Rays has been linked to the St. Louis Cardinals. But I really believe he's the type of guy that the Rockies could go after. You know, there's, uh, there's some control for a few years of him. It doesn't, get, it doesn't really get out of hand. And he's the strikeout type guy that the Rockies need. They love guys who strike people out simply because putting a ball in play at Coors Field, even mishit balls, can be trouble there. So... That is, so I'm, I'm I'm going to put that on the list, but uh, they've been linked to Brandon Kinsler and Wade Davis, and I'm sure that they've made calls on several others who are out there. But um, Holland makes a lot of sense to come back, but I would think that given how they do things, um, he has a. He, Colomay has three years of club control, and that's really important to the Rockies because they never want their salaries to get out of hand. I would not be surprised if they didn't get Greg Holland back, if they made a trade for someone like a Colomay.
1: Yeah, he'd make a lot of sense financially. That's a really good point. Now, the big uh, storyline in the offseason so far, well, really there's two of them, Giancarlo Stanton and Shohei Otani, but as we record this podcast on Friday afternoon, uh, we just heard news a little bit ago that, that it was officially ratified the the plan as far as Japan and Major League Baseball and the players union as far as how players can be posted and that clears the way for Otani to be posted probably at some point today that will open up a 3 week window when he can talk to hey he can talk to 29 Major League Baseball teams about playing for them, and money will not be the overriding factor because it's $20 million to his team in Japan and then whatever teams have in their international funds. Now, I know the Rockies aren't at the top of that list as far as international pool money, but if the Rockies were to make a pitch to Shohei Otani, because certainly a guy that could fit in at the top of rotation and play a little bit of outfield if needed would be a nice fit in Colorado, what do you think the pitch from the Rockies would be to try to woo the Babe Ruth of Japan?
0: Yeah, if I'm the Colorado Rockies, maybe I don't have the money that some of the other teams do to pursue Otani, but I would go to him with this pitch. You could be a revolutionary player. Uh, I know that a lot of the American League teams want him as a starter, starting pitcher and a designated hitter, but how about this? A guy that could really make a difference to a bullpen. I mean, you could start him in the outfield or at first base, um, move him to the mound for certain matchups during the game, then move him back to his position. There's, there, there are just wonderful things that you could do with him. And he could play every day. He could pitch often and have an impact on games rather than once every five days as a starter and then figuring out how it fits in the rest of it. He could be a factor on your roster every single day. That would be the pitch that I would make to him, that not only could he be a star, and I know he's talked about being a two-way player and wants to hold on to that. He could be a revolution two-way player. And that would be the pitch i me.
1: I like it. I like that pitch. Now, uh, he also swinging in the thin air of Colorado. That would be a, a decent situation for him as well. And speaking of that, I know there's no rumors out there about the Rockies trying to make a trade for Giancarlo Stanton. And that contract in no way fits into the way Colorado is built right now. Uh, that being said, have you ever thought about what it would be like to watch Giancarlo Stanton have 81 home games at Coors Field, Thomas?
0: i tell you what, if I'm the Colorado Rockies, John Carlos Stanton, or any fan of the home run, I would love to have him at Coors Field for 81 games. Are you kidding me? He has hit some colossal bombs there. And you know what? I wonder if the Rockies could swing a deal for him Um, because right now the Marlins are trying to get rid of the money. Now what what you'd have to do is probably talk uh, Stanton into some sort of – What is it, some sort of uh, relinquishing of some years maybe later down the road or maybe Major League Baseball can get involved and help out? I mean, because I think baseball would love to see a guy come here and set records. But I want to kind of turn it a little bit differently. Um, The rumors right now have the Giants being the obvious team with the Cardinals also having looked at the Marlins. But if that deal goes down with the Giants and um, one of the names that's come up is Joe Panik going to the Marlins, But if somehow the deal happens without uh, trading D. Gordon to the Giants, if I'm the Rockies, I take a look at that. D. Gordon, there there is cost certainty with him. Granted, uh, there's the, the current second baseman, excellent player D. J. LeMahieu. Certainly, this is not a thing of get rid of D. J. LeMahieu. But he's in his last year of arbitration, could be a free agent next year. D. Gordon is signed for a few years down the road. What if you were able to get D Gordon in here? Now, he would not be the leadoff hitter because you have Charlie Blackman, and I think Charlie Blackman, to me, is an ideal leadoff hitter because he gets on base for the simple fact that people are afraid to throw him strikes because the ball can end up over the fence. But could you imagine D Gordon hitting second behind Charlie Blackman with the speed and the ability to hit the all fields? Um, and, and, and he's a good on base. He's developed into a pretty good on-base guy, and he plays second base. And where that can help you down the road is, say, to Charlie Blackman, who also is in his last year of arbitration, say that he goes elsewhere. Then Dee Gordon becomes your leadoff hitter. So that's, uh, that's a creative and probably a bit crazy trade idea that, I've, that I have just sitting here playing around on the computer. But, hey, this is the time of year for that kind of stuff.
1: I like it. I like it a lot. And the fact is that the Marlins are probably looking to get rid of more salary than just Stanton. So we've heard other names, Yelich and and Gordon and Marcelo Zuna, as guys that could also be dealt. So who knows? Uh, That'd be neat. It'd be neat seeing him in Colorado on a team like that. So good stuff as always. This has been MOB.com Extras, our Rockies edition. For Thomas Harding, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next time.